Blog Talk Radio. Do you guys have the same thing in mind? Well, I'll tell you what. Gary Hart's done it once and for all. He stuck his nose in the tribal nation's business. Tribal nation is up on the top. We're going to the top of the totem pole. But Gary Hart, tell you what. You have that pretty hair. It's going to come plumb off. Bring any team you want. Bring any team you want. Any combination. Gary Hart, we're coming after your scalp. Now, let's go. Do you know why? I'm going to show you the body that women love. And the men love to fear. It's just that simple. Take a look at that. How's that look, huh? You don't think there's You're a asking man me? out there? Look at it. I know. Hey, it don't take much for you to please you. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find a woman. I found a lot of men that looked like women. Now you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is that you can run lickety split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. You know, to a lawyer has a lot of bad habits, but only ones that help me survive. Don't define yourself in the full power. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. Folks, there's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. I guess what we're trying to say is whether you're a fat out of shape truck driver, whether you're a skinny geek pushing a taxi cab, whether you're a doctor or lawyer that doesn't have half the money we have, this is the way life is. If only... Wants to slap Road Warrior Hawk, he'll do it. If Tully wants to spit on Road Warrior Animal, he'll do it. If Iron wants to take Dusty Rhodes, do all that, he'll do it. And Nikita, if I want you, all three of them, to hold you, I'm going to slap you, I'm going to spit on you, I'm going to kick you, and I'm going to go. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts. Ryan Cook. He's walking up the ramp with with Sami Zayn and it's saying now qualified for Money in the Bank and they're advertising that. They cut to a small graphic showing Sami Zayn on one side, the other side, and the center of it says Sami Zayn tells all with Bobby Lashley's sister and Alex Mello. Robo Takahashi versus everybody. I, I thought I was gonna have to give him a eulogy after the the intense main event on night two of Battle of the Super Juniors. But boy, howdy, uh, did that match live up uh, not only to my expectations, but I'm hoping yours as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, let me get, damn it, let me get Shelton X Benjamin in here. What's up, Alex? Night two this week, Alex, man. Yeah. This is, uh, this could be a common theme. Where we keep it keep it kind of simple on Mondays, and then we hit you more later in the week. I'm excited, Alex. How how great is it to just devote a show to the great thing that is New Japan Pro Wrestling, man? Oh my! Uh, who would have thunk? A what a year makes. I mean, yeah. I... You are you are hundred percent correct. Um, we're talking obviously last week's Fighting Spirit Unleashed show. New Japan dropped in Long Beach. We will be breaking down Monday morning's King of Pro Wrestling show that 
you know, as we said on Monday, we didn't really have a lot to talk about because there wasn't a card, but we got a card. We definitely got a card. Um, Blog Talk has already gave Shelton X Benjamin the Yakuza. He is bounced. I see Demtris in the lobby. What up, good sir? Uh, Demtris, just so you know, Kings are beating the Lakers right now. Pisses me off. But breaking news, but is not breaking news. Bottom of the seventh inning, Lake or Lakers, Dodgers five, Braves nothing, one out, runners on first and second, Manny Machado at the plate, about to make it eight nothing. Jack Peterson got a home run. We saw a three run jack from Mike Muncie, and then we saw or Matt Muncie, and then we saw a solo jack from Kike Hernandez, which I was excited for. So we have a good time. We have a good time. I got a TV in the studio now, so I'm going to be able to tell you everything as I'm watching. This will be good for the sportscast portion, but this is why you're here. This is Russell Cash, King of Pro Wrestling, Monday morning. We're breaking that card down. Here he comes, Shelton Benjamin, back at you. Man, that's, <laughs> that's going to be an insane Monday for me. I forgot I'm, I'm in the, uh, the Dungeon of Doom tonight uh, since we are rolling, like you said, twice in a week here. The old uh, TPC... <laughs> Uh, set time, if you will. But um, I thought you'd do. Is so is, is janky the internet there? connection even with an extender? But I forgot I got that <laughs> mobile hotspot, so I'm rocking that right Ooh. now. Thank you. But uh, yes, it's it's awesomely exciting um, to to talk. Like I was saying, what a year you know just makes. Even like six months, because I've realized in this past weekend from the Ring of Honor uh, show on Friday and, of course, Fighting Spirit Unleash um, on Sunday uh, in Long Beach for New Japan, you're 100% right on Tremperetta, man. He is the tits, as you would say, and uh, he is the real deal. I don't know how he botched that. He's just normal Joe Cool. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just that Cobra-esque Sylvester Stallone's like, he's like the Frank Stallone. What Frank <laughs> Stallone should have been, Tremperetta is today. <laughs> you know, and it's crazy to think that not only did they botch on Trent Beretta, but they botched on Juice Robinson. I mean, there's two yeah. prominent guys in this company that are big deals and are big deals in a lot of places, and the WWE totally dropped the ball. Ooh, Turner is yeah, that's another, and he's he's one of the biggest indie draws right now. You yeah. look at what he, you know, that bat incident with Eddie Edwards is one of the best things that's going to happen to him. <laughs> oh, and it was a total fluke, at least I hope. <laughs> we got a bunch of fun. We only got one break for you tonight. We're going to get it out of the way pretty quick here, so that way it's in, out, over with. Like I said, Monday morning, King of Pro Wrestling will be dropping a very good card. Damn it, Manny Machado just struck out with two guys on you, dick. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> That's Machado's second K of the night. Oh, no, never mind. Foul tip. Full count, one out. Runners on first and second. Machado's going to get it done. Uh, we're making a point here. Uh, by the way, I got mad beef with the Rockies, Alex, even more than I already had. Uh, so the fact that the – I don't know what to do with Brewers, Rockies. I don't like either team. Um, I'm so bummed. Both teams, we lost to both teams. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and, and you know what really bothered me was that bonehead ass play that Chris Bryant made. Yes, they they made up for it, mm-hmm. but he tried to do that for or throw it to second instead of just get the force out for the win or for yep. the, to end. The thing. 
I'm going, if we made a stupid play like that now, something's going to happen because that just <laughs> screams mediocrity that, you know, we're used to in the 90s and the 2000s. Oh, Machado did strike. Oh, he did. Yeah. Justin Turner just stole the word. Sorry. This, like, I, like I said to the to people listening earlier, this is going to be distracting. I got a 55-inch TV right in front of me now in the studio. It's, it's, <laughs> the, uh, it's the classic sportscast uh, radio hybrid uh, just with the Russell Cast Radio now. <laughs> Machado did strike out, but we did get a double t- double steal, which is very very nice. So I'll take that. Um, but yeah, no, getting back on track. I apologize. This this is going to be a little rough for me the first night. But uh, we got King of Pro Wrestling Monday morning. That's going to be a that's going to be a rough one watching that. And then um, Alex, we may have to come later. I have to work on Monday now. Um, okay, but I should be out there. 8.30-ish. Um, we're doing overnights Thursday and Friday, so I'm not working Saturday anymore. <laughs> so Monday oh, was nice. the only day to make um, But we got King of Pro Wrestling Monday morning. Great card. But Alex brought this up to me earlier, and aside from breaking down the Long Beach Fighting Spirit show when we come back from break and talking King of Pro Wrestling, giving our picks and whatnot, uh, they released the Lions Break shows, two shows, and Alex brought up a really good point of is it oversaturation? And I want to discuss it because it's it you know it might be, and I really want to kind of David Finley, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> that's the epitome of Daniel Bryan getting a title shot tomorrow or whatever <laughs> uh, after losing for six weeks in a row. So we're gonna talk those as well. But we we got some fun to talk about. This is gonna be hey, a everybody botches, man. This is this is us killing time until that Wembley progress show hits. Uh, oh progress on. I've been checking every hour, Ryan, every hour on pivotshare.com forward slash progress or whatever janky IRL that is. Also, by the way, Blackhawks win four to three against the Ottawa Senators. Nice, nice. Cut, the Wild. Let me look it. Uh, by the way, for anybody who's a Washington Capitals fan, seven nothing over the Bruins yesterday. <laughs> Good God, they beat them up. But yeah, no, it's I'm I'm, I'm with you. I've been uh, going into the office to check email like a few times a day just to load the website to see if it's not the Defy Show as the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I was like, wait, is that Matt Seidel versus Matt Riddle? What? And I watched a few minutes, and I'm like, I gotta wait to get home to watch it because it's gonna blow my my socks now, off, as the kids say. I want to ask you this because I showed Demetrius these, and he started getting getting into it too. Did you watch any of those progress hype videos, like that Eddie Dennis, Mark Haskins one, or Mark Andrews one I sent you? No, no, uh, that is I put it on my YouTube queue though. So that is uh, next after like 19 slime videos that's already pre-programmed and. All this other stuff the little one has taken over my YouTube account. So it's, it's in the shuffle. And watch the build-up for that, the build-up for Pete Dunn, Ilya Dragunov, oh. um, even the Walter, Tyler Bate, and also the Jimmy Havoc versus uh, Paul Robinson. They have four lead-up videos for this show, and all of them were just it, – it's, it's proof in the pudding that pro wrestling is easy if you just do it right. Yeah. So – Check those out. Hopefully, hopefully you can check them out before you watch the Wembley show, which I hope drops any day. 
Uh, by the way, if anybody is interested, NIW Legend on Xbox One, Xbox Live, in about 45 minutes, uh, WWE 2K19 comes out, and I will be on there, and I will not accept anybody's game invite to play with me. Uh, I just wanted to just give you my gamer tag so you could try. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a Richard! Unless, unless you create a dope Okada right off the bat, then we're gonna talk. But we're also going to talk to New Japan. We're going to take our one break of the evening. We got to let you know about everything on the network here. We, we we got some old commercials, but they're all fun and goodies. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Fighting Spirit Unleashed coming at you, WrestleCast Radio. Sick of doing those big leagues? Let's try doing one day fantasy over at DraftKings.com. The guys over at DraftKings set us your boys up at Strong Style Media with our own promo code. Go on to DraftKings.com. Sign up today, make your first deposit, put in promo code STRONGSTYLE, and you'll get a bonus. It's that simple. Join in, play some games, have some fun. Week one's coming. August 2nd. Can't wait. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything. Everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, boxing, pokes, poker, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah. We got you covered yeah. from WWE, yeah. New Japan, yeah. Ring of Honor, yeah. Impact. Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amori. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Style Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out The Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates.
aim to kill. <laughs> you remember after we went to Akita and we pulled up to that liquor store playing Girls Destiny's theme and we all got <laughs> out like we were mafia members? <laughs> oh my gosh, I do indeed. I didn't think I would be happy to hear that song ever. But yeah, uh, I, what, uh, what a uh, match can do for you. Yeah, what what a payoff. I You know, in, in when we were kind of talking, I said the same thing. Look, if they're going to go with this feud, just go. Or if they're going to go with this angle, just go all the way. They did, and it worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really worked. I was, you know, Tamatanga's face at the end of that thing said it all. I was like, okay, I'm into this. I like this. Like, you guys, and this was this was the Tonga Loa coming out party, man. He was. Yes. He blew my mind. This was a great match. Now it's just a matter of can we see this without the Bucks? Perfect storytelling. And obviously bringing back the uh, the injury from Wrestle Kingdom for one uh, oh, so Matt, Matt Jackson there. You know, Matt was doing the, uh, they did the double backflip into the dropkick and he couldn't stand back up after it. Uh, the flip, and it was like, oh, there it is again. They're playing it up. It was, it, it was good, man. I was <laughs> like, oh, there's their out. It all makes <laughs> sense now. Now, now it's just a matter of can they have a real good world tag league this year uh, after Power Struggle? Bucks are going to be in it. They said they weren't in it before they lost the uh, the titles. So now, you know, obviously they're, they're you know, so they're, not going to take on a heavier schedule, you know, than, than what they have been doing, um, which I would say they rightfully deserve. But with them being out of the tag league, I mean, this was a, a team we were excited for to be in this tournament. I mean, A, are you disappointed, Ryan? And B, yeah. what team will, you know, eventually take their place? The, the thing that really confuses me about them not being in the World Tag League is your World Tag League winning team, it's, you know, December, you know, usually in the teams, like December 17th or so is the finals of the World Tag League. The mm-hmm. winners of this thing wrestle for the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. Are they yeah. going to run the thing where Gorillas of Destiny just run the table and win the Tag League? And then, therefore, the Bucks, because they weren't in the tag league, get their rematch. And is that how they do Bucks versus G.O.D. at Wrestle Kingdom? Or are they saying, look, if you guys aren't going to be in the tournament, we're going to find a new team to do it. And I don't know, maybe a team like Great Bash Heel, they, you know, Hone was back and <laughs> Makabe's with them. And, I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't That'd be a I good run. You know, and I mean, if Hone was fully ready to keep rocking and rolling, I mean, I I like what they were doing with Great Bash Shield. I mean, that game was one of the greatest New Japan matches ever, uh, especially for Elijah's sake with the uh, vulgarity. But, you know, I I just, I don't know. Because there's a lot of things you could do with random tag teams. It's just a matter of... How far are you willing to go? You know, the one thing All Japan Pro Wrestling did in the mid-2000s when they were beating New Japan was when, you know, we'll say 2005, I think, when Satoshi Kojima was the Triple Crown champion. They had guys like uh, Great Muda and Taoki who weren't in the title picture. And I might be dating myself. It might be before that because of Taoki. But when they would have Junakiyama as an example, guys like that, when they weren't going for the heavyweight title, they would pair them together 
and they would have four main eventers in a tag title match. So you'd see Taoki and Great Muda tagging, going for the tag belts against, you know, Junakiyama and somebody else. And New Japan doesn't do that. I would, I would love to see a route where, okay, we have Tanahashi and Okada, or Tanahashi and Omega for the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Obviously, Okada and Jay White is probably the my my guess the easiest choice for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But what if you had Okada and Ishii win the uh, the the tag league? Oh, sign me up! Why I not? Say, if do you throw it? Naito in with Sonata? You know, see what they're gonna do with this evil. Uh, singles push, or maybe who this mysterious X will be, even though all roads lead to uh, a junior, you know, of course, being the, the newest sixth uh, member of LIJ, which we'll get into. <laughs> Whoops, or did we already? Um, but, you know, just, <laughs> you know, maybe they split it up in, in that route, you know, since, you know, Naito really isn't doing as much on the single scene right now. No, I want, I want, two things I'll, or, I'll say with Or how about this? Can Yo gain about twenty pounds by the World Tag League and can we? Because we know the show is jacked. He's probably like yeah. two fifteen. They're just saying he's one eighty, and they moved <laughs> them up, <laughs> and they compete in two tag leagues this year. How dope hey, would that be? I, I guarantee you, if you ask Jen how big Show Tanaka was, she would say as big as he needs to be, because uh, she's a dirty <laughs> girl. Um, by the way, she's she uh, kicked me out of the. The other room to get on radio is she's sitting in there with two remote controls, a Mike's Cranberry, uh, some barbecue chips, and the Bachelor in Paradise. So, God forbid, don't bother her if you're near Woodbury. Um, So, I'm just making the assumption about Show Tanaka. But, you know, it's just, it's, I still think Naito Jericho is your Wrestle Kingdom match. I really do. But, there's a lot you could do. Night Sonata would be awesome. I mean, why not utilize these guys who are not mm-hmm. in the heavy metal picture that are main eventers and throw them in something? And, you know, like I said, obviously, Okada, Jay White, Naito, Jericho, those are perfectly, perfectly fine matches to help bookend your, your big show. But I don't know. What, I mean, what if, what if that was your title match? You know, I, I mean, God is obviously gonna gonna pose a problem because they got the <clears> title. I don't yeah. know. There's just there's so much more they could do with this tag division. And who's Taiji's you know, partner gonna be? Is it gonna be Minoru? Is it gonna be Zack Saber? So then Taiji gets some wins as he's also the never open heavyweight champion. If I had to really, really take a guess, and if I was putting in Suzuki Goon teams. I would put Taichi with Azuka so I can have Minoru Suzuki tag with Zack Sabre. Zack Sabre, yeah. That's mad. They were running that those Road 2, uh, you know, not Road 2 shows, but, you know, the preliminary shows, uh, they were running, uh, like, what, four events in a row, I want to say, and they were, they were uh, cleaning house. And, it's going to be interesting, too, because, you know, when we talk King of Pro Wrestling, the whole evil Zack Sabre match really intrigues me. Like that's that's oh, a gotcha. real fun match of paper. And um, they've been planting this. They've been doing this for for the last, you know, what, two weeks, it seems like. 
And you know, I I gotta say, obviously, you know, let, let's let's get into Fighting Spirit Unleashed because I want to I want to talk about the Lij Suzuki Goon uh, Six Ooh. Man and thing. This is a lot of fun. Do you wanna you wanna start opener or you wanna go uh, top down? Uh, let's start opener. So we had Jushin's Underlie, your ACH and Rise Gate yeah. Taguchi defeat Rapungi 3K. Nice little hot opener. I went three stars on it. Um, you know, nothing that, that knocked my socks off, but for an opening match, no. they did everything they needed to. The crowd was hot for all of it. Rapungi 3K is definitely still no. on their way to, I'm assuming, is winning the Junior Tag League that will be happening, I think, next week it starts. Um, Romero doing what he needs you to take the fall, but I like it because it keeps Liger and company hot with Liger and Tiger Mask getting the tag shot against Despi and Kanemaru. But it was a fun little match. What'd you think? Uh, yes. I mean, it was, it was a good opener. Um, I mean, it was just like a big Sean song. It was just, you know, Taguchi ass, 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 uh, for, for a few <laughs> fun spots. Um, no, it, it served fine. Uh, it was good to see Liger getting that W, which was awesome. Yeah. Of course, Rocky beat the fall guys. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's Liger y'all. He's winning. What a match is ACH. So good. He wasn't mummied up with his usual new Japan, uh, <laughs> deer, I guess you could say whenever he's in Japan, but, uh, looking good. Uh, I, I like that team. I, I'm all for it. I'm on the Taguchi bus. That's for sure. You know, and obviously we got the the typical Taguchi butt play during part of it that I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to kind of check out. I'm kind of going, ah. Wait, what? I, I, really <laughs> like, I really like Ryusuke Taguchi. I think he's a tremendous yeah. wrestler. But sometimes with these multi-mans, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Here we go. We're going to have a five-minute angle around his butthole. And I'm just like, dude. <laughs> But, you know, what was kind of funny is he was mimicking the Rocky Romero continuous running clotheslines with his butt. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like, like in a, in a adolescent way, I, I, I was entertained, but I can't lie. <laughs> um, then we had some of our personal favorites here over at Strong Style Media. SVU. Yes. Uh, took on Adam Page and Chase Owens. Now, this was one that I wanted to get your opinion on. SCU gets the victory. There was a big article that came out on the dirt sheets that Adam Page was offered a WWE contract and he turned it down. On the most recent being the Elite, he got a a new pair of cowboy boots in the mail and it said something like, if you want to be the best, you need to be cerebral. And then it had an H as they were basically <laughs> hinting towards Triple H sent him the boots. Oh, funny. So it up a little bit. But what intrigued me about the whole thing is when you watch the way New Japan books and the way New Japan does everything, everything's for a reason. There's a reason Rocky Romero took the pin in the first fall or the first match. Adam Page took the pin. It wasn't Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just coincidental? Or is that as much as they're talking it up? Is he maybe maybe jumping or is this a sign that Bullet Club has told them that they're, they're jumping? Um, I, I would say no, uh, just for a few matches down the line. Um, I honestly thought Chase Owens was, you know, obviously the fall guy, you, you know, it's just, 
common sense there. But um, for Hangman Page, I I don't think it was a warning. I don't think it was a you know a, even a wink to the fans per se. I I just think it it's just Page doing doing the job. You know maybe you... maybe it's even him or or them saying hey let let us mess with the fans a little bit more instead of New Japan kind of punishing. (laughs) That's what I was going to ask you was, could these guys be smart enough where they said, hey, let's screw with the fans because they know that everything that happens here is so serious, but I'll take the fall and let's screw with them. Okay. That was a curtain call at the end of All In, for God's sakes. That wasn't even televised. But again, that whole event from top to bottom was a wink, wink, ha, ha shot at, at, at Connecticut. There was a uh, two months, 27 days, and 10 hours or something uh, tweet that Matt Jackson posted like a running clock. Oh, God. Totally trolling. And and you know what? And it's going to be great because it's all going to be New Japan. That's going to be the big, big thing. Maybe. When did, when did you say the Tag League was? November? Uh, uh, it's usually December. So what? That's easily two months from now. Yeah. Is that when they kind of proclaim we see them actually make the tag league after announcing, pulling a very Jericho-esque type of social media, uh, you know, kind of aspect to the uh, storyline and to them as wrestlers as a whole. I mean, is that their way of trolling everybody? I mean, even trolling in a bad connotation, I might add. Well, if you if you do the math from the days of what this this little clock that Matt Jackson posted, I believe the timer ends the minute the Royal Rumble starts next year. I thought their contracts were before everybody else's. It sounds like all of these guys expire at the end of December. Okay. So, you know, if they have a thing where his timer ends at 6 o'clock, everybody turning on the Rumble is going to go, are the Bucks showing up? Is Kenny <laughs> show? So it could be troll job number one. I mean, it's, it was, yeah. you know, I'm just thinking, what you know, 27 days from now, two months from now puts us like third week of January. So I don't know. It's it's just a little little ironic, <laughs> a little ironic. Um, Chris Saban, Flip Gordon, and Jeff Cobb defeat the team of Hiroki Goto, Trent Beretta, and Chucky e. T. I went three and a half on it. Jeff Cobb's awesome. That dude, yes. is just, that dude is just awesome. Flip Gordon too just continues to amaze me all the time. Saban and fine. Goto, um, Cobb and Goto, just them in the ring. I was said okay. This is definitely the, um, not the master even per se, but just like, you know, the, yeah, I guess the past versus the, the present, <laughs> you know, the big well, men, but Jeff Cobb could just like murder you. Um, sorry, wild pitch uh, or wild pick off on Pugon first and he steals second and third off of it. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> um, fun little match too. I I was not expecting the three outsiders to beat Chaos, but it continues to show that there's the turmoil in Chaos. Um, yes, which uh, that's the the theme, the the faction, this fraction, if you will. It, it appears <laughs> Chaos has turned uh, its spots on the wheel. 
So that was that was that was good. Uh, Flip Gordon, like I said, continues to just do things. He kept trying to do his uh, backflip pants tear, and uh, and Jeff Cobb kept getting in the way, and he's trying to get everyone to move, and nobody would move, and he's just standing on the middle of the rope, and I'm like, damn, I feel bad for Flip because <laughs> he's trying so hard to, to you know flip, but he couldn't flip, 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 flip. <laughs> like that. that was a little transition. Um, Match kind of we talked about earlier. Killer Elite Squad and Zack Sabre Jr. defeat the team of Tetsuya, Naito, Evil, and Sonata. I went three and a quarter. Thought it was, you know, everything you could ask for and just a basic standard oh, match. story. And, and exactly. It, and that's what it was. It was, you know, it, it didn't need to be a four or five star special. It was a, no. you know, go out there and just have a nice, fun match, keep the crowd entertained for 12 minutes. And that's what they did. They got it over well. Zack Sabre comes off like a mm-hmm. just a total star after this match with his with his charisma and arrogance. They really put over Evil who is just distraught that that, that they lost. He sat there in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. trying to get everyone to leave and he's still sitting there pissed off. Great story, you're right. And and as we talked about uh a show or two back we were just like Naito and, and Minoru Suzuki, just no chemistry, it seems like, whatsoever. We're like, just stop the, the Los Ingobernobles of De Hapon and Suzuki Goon feud because it just it, it doesn't make sense. But these six men made it make sense. KES, uh, I, I thought, messed well. They were just beating the hell out of everybody. Just great. throwing Naito around like a rag doll, beating the <laughs> crap out of Sonata. Like, that that was way better. And and I'm sorry, uh, Minoru, but it, th- this was this is something I could watch on a circuit more so than, than Suzuki. Because he's more intense on beating up the Young Lions, throwing stuff in and out of the audience. You know, guardrails, you know, going north and west and east. And, you know, with, with these six guys, again, it was just a ass whooping. You know, it was east first meets west, you know, in a way. And, and it was just a, a fun a fun match. But like you said, Zack Sabre Jr. definitely, uh, he has that swagger. He is the de facto leader when Suzuki decides to kind of take a step back a little bit more. So uh, Suzuki Goon is definitely in good, good submission holds. And that's the one thing, too, like, by the way, this this microphone stand that I have that's that's clipped to my table, like, where I can just spin it around, I'm leaning back in my chair for the first time in my radio career with you, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll just pull this this microphone all the way over and be able to talk and over. <laughs> this thing is beautiful. Um, but you're 100% right. Zack Sabre Jr. just oozes the charisma of a star. Everything he did made sense. And you're right. You know, the the Mineral Suzuki, I'm going to murder you type, rip your limb off approach doesn't work with Naito. But I tell you what, watching Davy Boy and Lance Archer not give a crap and throw him around like he was a junior was way better than anything we've yeah. seen. It, you know, nothing against Daddy. I love you, Mineral, but... I tell you what, man. I don't ever want to see you wrestle Tetsuya Naito again. <laughs> like, give me, you know, and, and you know, go back to 2014 when I think Naito won the G1. He had a tremendous match with Lance Archer. Um, it was back when he was the Stardust Genius. They had an awesome match. Yeah, Lance Archer. 
I don't know if the E dropped the ball per se, but yeah, I mean, I could, I want him and Luke Harper to be part of the Wyatt family, oh, like, awesome. or, or just a tag team in general. Good God, that's that's a true heavyweight destruction tag team. That's the real brothers of destruction when it's all said and done. And and Queen uh, scores, ladies and gentlemen, six nothing. Bottom of the eighth. Dodgers and how beat. giant is Davy Junior? He's like set. I, I thought McIntyre was tall. I think Davy <laughs> would dwarf McIntyre. Like it's insane. Well, then Hogan knew his best. Davy, I swear, <laughs> I totally forgot he was on there. But no, but the Davy the grabs. Was uh he, who was that? I think it might have been Ren Narita. He grabs and after they won, they're celebrating. And how does he celebrate? <laughs> he gives him a running power slam in the yeah. aisle. Like good God, dude! You just grabbed this young lion and killed him. I mean, and he's laying there like, I mean, he you know if he's selling, he did a great job selling. But you didn't need to just grab and do a running power slam into the just the middle of the ramp on the way there because you're so happy you won. And then Zack Sabre's given ever he so for those of you who didn't see it, Zack Sabre pins evil. Um he gets him in the, the the Hindu pin where he locks the legs and he does the the arms yeah, cross the, and the, the bridge on his head. Bridge. But instead of crossing his arms and bridging, he gives the crowd the bird with both hands, bridges onto his head and is giving the yep. finger to everybody and still gets the pinfall. Like, I just, he came off looking like a star, bro. It was so good. Zack Sabre Jr., once again, just like I said oh, with Jay Lee from Ray when we, when we talked on Monday, it's, it's impossible to not have him in the rest of the year conversation because everything he does is just gold. He's mm-hmm. so good. Who do you think has a bigger um, exposure to the American audience within the last couple of years, uh, Zach Sabre Jr. or or Will Ospreay? If you I will. think because of pro wrestling gorilla Zach Sabre. Okay. Because you you look at Will Ospreay was under Ring of Honor contract for two years, or I think for a year or whatever, and they didn't even use him. They had to win the TV title in England, and then he dropped it immediately, like the next show in that match with Marty Skrull and Dragon Lee. So it's like they they had him, and they it was kind of like when New Japan had him, and then and for like two years they had him under contract, and they didn't use him until he was about mm-hmm. to expire his contract. So that means he's well rested up, so he can do all <laughs> the crazy ish that he does on a show by show basis. My exactly. exactly. Um, next up, we had the Kushida pairing of Jay White and Gato. Yeah. Against Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida. Honey Blade. Star. Can we call him Honey Blade? Honey. Oh, that's clever. Kind of like when you were Honey Ghetto. That's right. In the, in the screen room the one day. I know you about know, the Honey Ghettos. Ordinary <laughs> <laughs> with the match, but you know, once again, it was it was a nice, fun little match. Tanahashi in America is always good, but they're doing the right thing, building Jay White up for King of Pro Wrestling. Um, fun match. Also, by the way, 
what, the first five matches, all, I would say, uh, well-watchable tag matches. Of course, you know, kind of like what Japan does, but I I actually did watch. Um, Usually, I I will go for the final four, but no, all matches, again, that that are planting stuff for for the, you know, the rest of 2018. Um, What I liked about this, of course, this is continuing for for the Jay White-Hiroshi-Tanahashi match coming up. Um, here in a few days, but uh, on commentary, I don't know if you caught this or not, but I, I wanted to bring this to your attention and to get your uh, your opinion on this. They said that Kushida is essentially kind of like the heir apparent to Jushin Thunder Liger and kind of the longevity, the respect, and the yeah. accolade. How do you think yeah. Kushida will be when it's all said and done? You know, when it comes to the, you know, one of the best juniors of all time, is he on that Mount Rushmore? It's hard because if you want to talk, you know, kayfabe in character statistic wise, I think, I think the way that they've booked Kushida definitely can put him in that stratosphere. If I'm looking at, you know, the four greatest juniors in New Japan history. I'm not saying I don't put them there, but I would definitely have to take a minute and kind of analyze things. You know, and, and this is something, too. I have no problem. Who's four? Who's the four? Right off the God, I, that's what I figured you were going to say. Um, I was going to try to buy myself time while I think about it. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, Jushin Liger's got to be on that list. Is he number one? Uh, is he the uh, the MJ of the juniors? The one that yeah, kind of got them noticed in the spotlight? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, look at uh, you know, look at when they brought him into WCW. You know, mm-hmm. look what, what him and Flying Brian did. I mean, oh, yeah. that put Super Brawl 2 on the map. Like, Super Brawl 2 was on the cover of the PWI. You know, that, yeah. was, a, that was an after mag on the cover. And it was because of the juniors. So, I think that definitely goes on there. Then I think it's just a matter of, you know, where you want to put people or where you want to, you know, you know what I mean? Like what accolades really count for everything? Um, I think what about like watchability of matches? Is that part of the criteria? Like can I you go back and watch so-and-so's matches from when they began or, you know, their fifth year of their, you know, 12-year career? Yeah, and and that's where I go, okay, Liger obviously is number one. Um, where do I put Wild Pegasus, Chris Benoit? Ooh. Where does he? Um, what do I do with Shinjiro Otani? I think Otani deserves to be on there. What about a guy like Koji Kanemoto? He was a big deal early '90s, but then. You know, even just looking recently, that's where, once again, you kind of go, well, you know, there is Kushida. Um, I know he doesn't do it as much for a lot of people now, but Tiger Mask 4 had, I think he's had the title five times. Um, a lot of people put El Samurai on lists. And I, I I think El Samurai is booty as hell, but, you know, El <laughs> Samurai is on that list. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I think I'd have to look at it, but you know, just off the top of the head, I think you, you have an argument for him. I I don't think you put Kushida one, but I think you definitely can make a play for it. How how credible do you want to make Prince Devitt? 
I was about to ask, where do you put Fergal on that list? You know, I haven't really watched a lot of his early stuff. Um, you know, especially because it's so hard to navigate New Japan World on the Fire Stick. Uh, even though I'm glad to have it on there, um, I I hear nothing but fantastic stuff, and especially when he does finally do the turn. I mean, does he still keep with the junior division, or did he move up to heavyweight ever with New Japan? No, he he always stayed junior. I mean, his last okay. match was dropping the cruiserweight title to Taguchi. You know, which which says where he oh, put Taguchi. Cool. You know, I know he. He was a junior, 2009, 2010, 2012, somewhere around that area. And then he left when he went to DDT, came back. But, you know, Kenny Omega, when he came in as the cleaner, won the junior title. Mm-hmm. You know, what he do? But, but once again, you mentioned Devitt. You know, he's a guy that, you know, you look at the, the junior, you know, essentially the junior tournament, the – the Super J Cup, you know, G1, things like that. Devitt ran the table in one of his. No one's ever done hmm. that. So, I don't know, maybe I go Liger, Devitt, Shinjiro Otani, and Kushida. And then I go, hey, look, I threw Kushida on there. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Not to not to ramble long to wow, that's a penalty. Holy cow. Nino Niederreiter just got his teeth knocked out. Um <laughs> But I, I think I think I need to just kind of look at some names, and maybe mm-hmm. Monday I'll come I'll come at you with a better a better Ooh. list. I mean that's that's a pretty good list. I mean let's be real. Yeah. I mean it, I think Mauro Ronaldo would applaud that <laughs> list as he's in the cloud. I say Chris Benoit. You know, once again, Benoit I still think deserves to be on the list. Nothing wrong with that. Wild Pegasus. Mm-hmm. I mean... Super Jacob. And, and that's the thing is he won that big-time initial Super Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that deserves some recognition. But, you know, it is what it is. Let's, let's, let's keep moving on, though. Uh, Marty Skrull takes on Will Ospreay in the semifinals. <laughs> Ospreay takes <laughs> hey, so us. I went four stars in this bad boy. This was an awesome match. Uh, top to bottom, what did you think, Skrull Osprey, Alex? I mean, it, it starts off with, what, the crazy, what, flipping uh, arm drag that Osprey does into, what, the uh, the somersault. Like, I mean, it uh, the shooting star, I, I, I would say. Um, and then it, it's just action upon action and, and just the different counters. Of course, we all know there are three things guaranteed in life, death taxes, and a Marty having Osprey's <laughs> number, and he definitely had that. Uh, but this was a great match, again, told by fantastic storytelling, which I'm sure were throwbacks to many of their countless bouts that they've had. But again, three things that are always you know, guaranteed, death taxes, and Marty getting the best of Will Osprey. But of course, him, uh, you know, kind of going after the injuries that Osprey has sustained. Um, I again, it's, I see Jeff Hardy. I don't want to see that, but man, he's got to settle down. Uh, but other than that, uh, he can also sell the crap out of everything. Even though I'm sure everything was legit, from chops to German suplexes to bridging pins, you name it. Any type of flip dive. 
uh, anything off the top rope, it was done. These guys went through hell just to, oh, yeah, face Kushida, uh, you know, for the uh, the vacant IWGP Junior Heavyweight title uh, here uh, coming up on Mondays. So at King of Pro Wrestling. Uh, but, no, I love this match. Definitely a must-see. Again, Marty has this edge. The villain is coming out. Party Marty, the, the whoop, whoop. Yes, it's there, but he's, you know, he's a heavyweight now. He's got to grow up a little, guys. And that's what he's doing as he's flexing to the crowd, flexing his win. The villain going on to the finals. Speaking of heavyweight, with that 20-pound muscle gain that you could, muscle gain you can easily see that Will Ospreay had, Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a shot he's in the G1 next year? Oh my gosh, a shot? Yes. Isn't that crazy um, to think about? But I just thought of like nine matches I want to see. Uh, <laughs> him and Abushi just went. Let me pick his block. Him and Goto just went. Not Goto. Hell, actually, him and Goto, which I think actually happened. But him and Ishii, uh, oh. that is something. Sign me up for right now. Into the future. <laughs> um, Demetrius also mentioned Ultimo Dragon for the oh. uh, junior. You know, I thought about Ultimo too, but what about Aki Man? Was it was he uh, a junior? <laughs> well, a lot of Ultimo Dragon's run though came in war, and came you know Toruman, and it wasn't necessarily and New Japan. The only reason I didn't mention New Japan. Uh, is Taji Ishimori, uh, when it's all said and done, could he be on that list? That guy is uh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, I know he. If he's going to be in the company for 10 years working as a junior, maybe, yeah. But as of right now, no, he's been in the company three no, months. No, I know. <laughs> you know, I tell you, but I mean, you're, it's not far fetched to say because of how good he is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you you know, you laughing. Oh no, I know. I'm just making a joke. But to be fair, think of how good he is. That guy's damn good. I I want to see him just battle the the heavyweights. Like I was just thinking, like him and Omega would be insane. Like like I always said, you know, him and Balor, him and you know, he's like an AJ Styles of New Japan. He just kind of has that that kind of. Uh, uh, kind of not not erratic per se, but it's just a a kind of uh, an array of of different move sets, which you you would think they would just do you know dives and flips, but then they just have strength to them as well. They're just such a hybrid because they're not the biggest guys in the room, but damn, they will make you believe that they could you know flip a car over if need be, um, but then also give you a hurricane rana into the crowd. So, you know, it's just, they're just amazing athletes. And that guy, I cannot wait to see what, what the years have to come for him. Uh, final score, Dodgers six, Braves zero. Here's your stat, Alex. Dodgers six runs on five hits, which is awkward. Braves <laughs> zero runs on six hits. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you guys going to go eight? No. The World Series. Ah, uh, well, let's see. We, we have to go. We have to go eleven and all. Eleven and all. Four, um, eight, really? To get to the World Series? Oh, we have to go seven and all to get to the World Series. Okay. I was thinking oh, was to win the World Series. Ah. Yeah, best of five in the uh, NLDS. 
I swear, it seems like they change it every two years. They flip. I know. Doesn't, that's why I said Thanks somebody said every that other too. sport. Somebody earlier this year, or somebody earlier today at work was like, you mean five? And I'm like, no, they play seven. Wait, I'm like, wait, they do play five. The vast <laughs> NBA went from five to seven. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, it just be seven. Up. So, look, you know how superstitious I am. Right now, I am sitting here with my blue and white WrestleCast wristband. I have two blue shooting arm sleeves like a basketball player on. I have my white Bellinger. I have blue basketball shorts with blue underwear compression type shorts. I have white socks with little blue uh, socks that go over the heels of them that Demetrius clearly made fun of me for hours for wearing the other day. Um, But then (laughs) it makes my socks two-tone. My Dodgers hat sitting here. I have my Dodgers uh, beads like I've been moving. And every inning when the Dodgers come up to bat, I take a shot of UV blue. Um, so that's how superstitious I am. So I will say, for my liver's sake and for radio's sake, I hope they go eleven and zero and this thing's over in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> and and my wallet and my wallet to be fair, because then I have to keep buying this stuff. Um, last year by uh, game two of the World Series, I was like, oh god, I can't do this. <laughs> Generally to me at the sixth inning when I was like, oh, this is killing me. She's like, that's because you're old now. And I wanted to be like, shut your mouth. But I didn't say it. I was like, yeah, you're right. But anyway, back on track. I apologize. My match of the show, Alex. Wow. And and it, it's a lot of you are going to say I'm crazy because of how good the main event was. But storytelling-wise, facial-wise, storyline-wise, mm-hmm. what was the destiny to defeat the Young Bucks? I went four and a half on this match. The the story was tremendous. You mentioned earlier Matt Jackson's back. You know, Tonga Loa taking all the punches and the shots and continuously going, come on, give me more, and he's selling it all. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's reacting but not bumping, and then finally he starts wearing down after like the fifth barrage on him, which showed he was smart about it too. Um, we had some great sequences. Matt Jackson sells the back, gets pushed off the top rope through a table, uh, flips through a table, and they continue to play the back thing. You know, G.O.D. gets the victory nice and clean. Tamatanga stares. How many jump stuns were there? Like nine? It was, I mean, it was, it, and you know what was the cool thing about it was, it wasn't like they threw a bunch of gun stuns just to do it. It was like mm-hmm. he kept doing it because he knew it was just wearing him down. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. It wasn't just oversaturation. It was he hits it, and he's like, let's go. Let's do it again. And he's trying to set up for another one to keep just killing him. I, I, I mean, that. you would think if you get thrown through a table from the top rope, like, that would be it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I totally get why you would want to get that. But, no, I mean, Nick just taking the beatings, yes. I, you know, I, I thought, you know, towards, you know, the, the climax of the match, if you will, I said, oh, they're getting their minutes from the all-in main event into this match, because I thought, it, you know, it was a little, you know, five, seven minutes too long, but then again, you know, kind of after, you know, then Matt coming back in, you know, after Nick was taking the beatings, you know, just, I was like, okay, I get it now. You know, I was like, they are telling this genuine story 
where, you know, Gorillas of Destiny know they have it, but they are proving their point. They're making their message, their mark of the firing squad. And yeah, Joe Matongo, he wasn't, you know, the annoyance. He was all business, and I like that. Uh, Tonga, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's okay, it was a very, very good match. It was, um, yeah, I, again, like you said, the, the storytelling, this whole event from the first match going, you know, pretty much to the end, uh, definitely was advancing the storylines. And again, they did that all in one night at, in Long Beach, comparable to what Monday or Tuesday can do uh, in, in weeks. Uh, but no, this this was something, you know, again, that makes the World Tag League uh, something interesting uh, when it comes uh, later on this year to close it out. So, yeah, a lot of questions raised, I would say, uh, after this match. Tamatanga's speed in that opening spot was ridiculous. Um, you know, he he's doing like his opening part with, I think it was Nick Jackson, but he's like running and catching dude off the ropes and sliding underneath them and doing this and that. And I'm like, you know, in the minute they did their little opening, I said to myself, it, this feels like this is going to be the G.O.D. coming out party that we've talked about. Like, mm-hmm. this feels like the match where they're going to really make themselves known. And they did. And it was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Um, Tamatanga, to me, came off looking like a star at the end of the show. He looked like he took over, put an end to the Young Bucks, and acted like it was no big deal. He just stared at you, grabs his stuff, gets it went up through hell. Leaves. I mean, it was so good. It was so good. And and for anybody who wants to tell me that the Young Bucks are just monkeys who don't have any psychology in their match, you're not watching wrestling. Because Matt Jackson's back sell job is... Since January, ladies and germs. <laughs> It's it's something out of this world that you haven't seen before, and it, you know, and if you want to tell me, eh, you know, it's what it is, then either don't just stop. They're watching. the best tag team in wrestling. They they tell a story within each thing. How they they told eighteen minute stories a week on YouTube, which led to an eleven thousand seat uh, sellout <laughs> in Chicago. For God's sake! But no, I, I this was a a great match. Again, you know, maybe th- with. Yeah, again, just the point that they were trying to make for them to say, yes, we are the originals. We are going to take this back over. They drew their line in the sand. Hell, we're getting a Bullet Club Civil War match yet again um, on Monday. But again, different, uh, you know, different principles involved this time around. So it makes it a little interesting with, you know, kind of how the story is folded from the last time they were in America. San Francisco, right? There we go. Yeah. So good. It was so good. Uh, Cody Rhodes, your new IWGP U.S. champion, defeats Juice Robinson. I went three and three quarters on this. Um, really, you know, I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't – couldn't go the full four, but I did, did really like the match. I thought Cody and Brandy Rhodes had some really good interaction outside the ring um, to distract Juice. And the way that they Yo, played Cody. it up where she's suddenly like, I'm all better. Like, Cody gets it, and he's doing a really good job with it. So I like that. But to be fair, the 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 wrestling aspect of the match was it was fun, but 
Nothing really blew me away if that may, if that's fair in the match. But I really, I mean, like I said, I really liked the match. I went three and three quarters, but I just didn't get like, oh my lord, type with this. Um, I I loved how how real Cody seemed. The emotion. The I am the actual son of the American dream. How dare you? Like it was the vendetta. To oh, go yeah, after Juice Robinson. Said, uh, Juice said, "I'm what he's. What did he say? I'm like the the closest he said thing he's of the, the American world. dream. Yeah, because he's the real son of the you know the the plumber or whatever his dad does. But right. the thing is, you know, and then you know, Cody, pretty much everything that we've been saying on this show since the inception of it, uh, how Juice has improved." How, you know, he's improved in the ring and on the mic. I was like, oh, my God, he's taking shots at everybody, and I love it. You know, he's like, no, I'm the guy who's been doing the exact same thing. You know, we came up on this scene around this exact same time. And, and you know, I love that aspect to the story. You know, I was like, oh, juice this, juice that. I just won the NWA, you know, World Heavyweight title, and now I'm going to take this U.S you know, IWGP heavyweight title. Uh, and he did. And yes, as, as like you said, nothing was a big spot per se, but I love uh, the animosity that Cody had. As I talked about on Monday, you know, it's kind of interesting because there are two Cody's, it seems like, you know, uh, you know, wh- whether it's uh, the one kind of going after juice uh, or the, the, you know, where he's the douchey American nightmare or the one where he's like, all right, guys, you know, I, I learned my lesson from the feud, you know, with Kenny Omega, you know, where he's, you know, and, or the NWA title win, or he's like, yes, you know, for, for the legacy, for the Rhodes family. Um, but I like this, Cody. I'm, I'm a yeah. fan of the American Nightmare. Uh, and, and this is why he has been successful in 2018. Uh, but hey, if he flip flops it for a while until he molds into one persona, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, and and Cody now a dual champion, especially heading in uh, to the NWA 71st anniversary 70th. rematch, 70th, 70th anniversary show. Yeah, they're uh, they're doing a, a NWA Midwest title or something too, where they're it's like Colt Cabana and a few other guys. Uh, and everybody's gonna run now too. Yeah, so they're, they're you're gonna be in that one. Uh, probably not. Probably not. They don't have they don't have enough to pay me. Um, but for those of you who do want to check it out, I do believe the NWA 70th anniversary show is gonna be on the Fight TV app, which is kind of intriguing. Yes. So maybe as maybe. was the main as was the main <laughs> event. <laughs> the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega defeat the team of Tomohiro Ishii, Kazuchika Okada. Um, Okada back Fight to Bolivia, by the way, which was a little weird, but yeah, I went four and a half just like the other tag match. This match, like aesthetically, in the ring was so much better, but I I, I went the same with it, but I just chose the other one as my match of the night because of the storyline they built and the the animosity. But if you're looking ring-wise, God, this match was good. This was such a fun match, Alex. Um, Ishii is is the man. He's the boss. He's the odd job of New Japan, of chaos, (laughs) if you will. 
Um, I, I'm in love with this guy uh, every match that I see. I'm bummed I did not get a shirt, but I'm very happy with my Rainmaker shirt, but definitely in the hunt for some Ishii gear uh, coming up. Uh, but no, this was a fun, fun match, a brutal match, as we uh, definitely, uh, you know, expected. But Okada, this isn't, you know, yes, there was a balloon, but there weren't many balloons. He wasn't smiling. This was all business, Okada. Again, he's kind of in the middle of, of this transformation still. You know, at first it's like, What's he going to do? He's confused on what he wants. But again, he has that serious approach now, and it's working wonderfully. Him and Kenny just tease so many times until finally uh, the time Omega, you know, gets him. Uh, you know, it's essentially when they do the, uh, the, the, the what, golden moonsault, they do the double run off the <laughs> turnbuckle. Uh, but, you know, they teased it for, you know, a few minutes, and I thought that was just wonderful. And so finally they touched in the ring towards the end. Uh, and, of course, the roof uh, blew off. So the crowd was hot as well as they should be for this match. Ishii and Gota Ibushi, again, my gosh, they were just heads and kicks and chops and punches um, galore. And just sign me up for any equation. Tag it all you want. Uh, Ibushi and Ishii, again, they can fight forever. Um, I want to see them, though, in like a buddy cop type of scenario <laughs> with them as a tag team or hell, even as a New Japan, you know, uh, you know, kind of short uh, series, if you will. Uh, but no, I mean, Tomohiro Ishii, again, there's no effing reason that this man should not be main eventing. I'm happy he's main eventing. He, he's showing he can put him work with any and everybody. Uh, you know, it's not going to be at the Dome in 2019, but I'm hoping at this MSG show, um, you know, during Mania weekend, hell, it's New Japan ROH weekend. No, it's Professional Wrestling Weekend. Ishii needs to be on one of the marquee, if not the main event. Yeah. Um, I like that you brought up, too, when, you know, spots are all going on, and then finally Okada is like hunched over in the ring and Omega's looking around and Okada starts laughing and they make eye contact. And the minute they lock eyes, the building goes from (laughs) everyone's like, Oh bleep. We know what's about to happen. And they just start throwing forums at each other. And I was like, here it is. Let's go. So that was power bombs to a bushy throughout the match, brother. Again, brutal to each other like obviously you're a wrestler like does it just become enjoyable after a while as stiff as as it gets as the match goes on as long as you know the guy you're with is safe of course but like is it just like okay let's take it i'm gonna take it i'm gonna you know then give it back (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you the last time i wrestled demetrius and we were at the point in our match and we were gonna go into a chop war I wanted to just beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes. <laughs> and after, after I threw a few chops, he threw chops, and he kind of, not to call him out because he's on here, he's listening, but he kind of stopped the spot because he's like, no, no, I'll just go to the next part. I'm not going to lie, I was a little butthurt. But, you know, it is what it is, and I totally get it. I'm, I'm a little more sadistic, too, probably, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I was ready to be like, let's just... <laughs> Eat each other's ass. Like, do you get in a euphoric 
type of sense? Because, I mean, well, after a while, you can't feel anything, right? Well, you get to that point where, you know, say an example, you're you're playing a sport, and beginning of the sport, you're running around, and you get gassed right away. But then as you get hot, and, you know, you're you're sweaty, and you're getting drained, you don't really get tired anymore. You're just kind of drained. So you have this shot of adrenaline, and you're able to just, you know, you might not be able to, you, you can't open your door and go run five miles, but if you've broken a sweat and you got that initial burst, you know, you could go three of those five miles and you're not even tired. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense, but it just, your body just does that. That was kind of the state we were in where I'm just like, you know, I've been winded three times already this match. Now my body's just ready to go. Let's just beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh ready to my get a- gosh! When it's all said and done, are we? Do you think we'll ever see Okada versus Kota Ibushi at the Tokyo Dome? Mm, no. Would that match sell out, or is that the reason why it won't happen? No, I think if anything, it has the best chance to happen now because. I think the the Tokyo the Tokyo Dome is now about at the point of WrestleMania where they're going to sell forty thousand tickets regardless. Like tickets go on sale for Wrestle Kingdom, I think, in a couple weeks. Like Mm -hmm. me, you, uh, you know, Brian, we got to figure out Tokyo because I think tickets go on sale in a couple weeks. So we got to buy our Wrestle Kingdom tickets, and I think Wrestle Kingdom just about damn near sells out before they even announce anything. Oh, man. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like that. It, it's like the G1 finals sell out before the G1's even announced. <laughs> so, you, you know, you can, you can kind of do what you want. Man, I can't wait when, when Strong Style Media, like, blows up, and then we could just go to the G1 climax and cover it for all, like, m- the whole month. <laughs> Boom! Make it happen. Rate <laughs> us, uh, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. Strong Style Media, of course, WrestleCast Radio. But also follow us on Twitter at WrestleCast with the T underscore S S M. Um, also Facebook WrestleCast Radio. Uh, subscribe, give us a like, comments. Let us know. My God, I cannot wait for Monday. I don't know how I'm going to do that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's so happy to say we're going to have that, that, that late show. <laughs> yeah, that's going to give a couple extra hours. I know I'm going to be sitting out of work, um, quote-unquote, making a schedule on that Monday in case I don't get to finish everything. I might just stay up. I'm not going to lie. Um, kind of going through here, the card here, as we wanted to give you this here before we left you tonight. Uh, Suzuki Goon members El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru defend the junior tag titles against Jushin Thunder and Tiger Mask. I'm going Suzuki Goon keeps the titles. What do you think, Alex? Uh, I'm I as well. I'm really, really excited to see uh, uh, Desperado. Not going to lie. Um, we get to, Taguchi, Taguchi Japan members Juice Robinson and Toa Hanare. Taking on two guys that I said maybe could sneak out yep. and win the tag league. Great Bash Shield, Togi Makabe and Tomoaki Honma. 
Nothing against Juice and Hanare, but I see Hanare taking the fall here. I'm going great Bash Heel. Bash Heel, if they get the win, I think that is their stamp into the World Tag League. Yeah. One match that is really intriguing because we're finally getting a full-on eight-man tag. We're getting the Bullet Club Elite members, Chase Owens, Hangman Page, Matt, and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, taking on the Bullet Club OGs, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, Tsangaloa, and Taiji Shimori. I'm going to OG. Um, just for continuation, yes, I am going to go the uh, the firing squad as well. Uh, Six-man tag action as we get a Suzuki-Gun versus Chaos. Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and Takashi Azuka taking on Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Kodo, and Will Ospreay. I'll go Chaos, Alex. I, uh, I'm i going to go Suzuki-Gun. I, th- I think uh, Minoru is going to take out um, he's going to just take out Ishii and then somehow Taichi is going to get the win over Osprey because that will be Osprey's next challenge, uh, for the Denver <laughs> open heavyweight championship. If that happens, I hope you are correct. Cause that's a dope ass idea. Um, the first of the big five where I'm going to go on a limb and say, there is a great chance that King of pro wrestling could be a show of the year. Yeah, because we get chaos members. Kazuchika Okada, Show Yo, and Toriyano taking on LIJ members. Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, Bushi, and the dreaded to be announced. <laughs> this is the mystery guy. This Who is the problem. I really like your Dragon Lee thing. But I, I think. If you want to make it see here, here's where it's hard because Alex, I, I, I know Demetrius posted the thing on his Facebook. I think we should get it on our, on our WrestleCast Facebook and the Twitter. Did you watch the Naito promo while they're all at the casino gambling? Oh, Amazing. I was the one who told everybody that morning about it. I sent it to you for God's sakes. Yeah. I just, I, I remember I, I read about the mystery man and I didn't watch the video and I didn't watch the video until like two days later. I was like, Oh my God, that's what I didn't watch. Um, it makes me feel like there's somebody that could be coming in from the outside. Yeah. But I think if you want to go easy road, they just bring in Roosh. Because he's a junior, right? Because that's the obvious thing to do. It has to be a junior to fill in for Hiromu, because I'm assuming then is he going to challenge the winner of uh, the the tournament finals, do you think? Now, Roosh, I don't believe, is a junior. Um, Okay. So that that maybe could hinder that. So not Rush? A part of me... It's not the whole Abdul song? (laughs) Rush, Rush, don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> um, Shout out to and, Keanu Reeves getting murdered in that video. Oh man, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, right? No, it kidding. was that day. <laughs> you know, in as much as Rue should be an easy one because he's already in Los Ingobernables with Bestia del Ring, which greatest name ever because that just means he's the best in the ring. So I laugh every time I hear Bestia del Ring and Rue. But, you know, you're bringing in a CMLL guy, which you have the the already uh, communication, blah, 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 with. You know, if you want to go the junior route, though, Alex, which I think is a very interesting choice, 
I love your Dragon Lee observation, but what if they decided to bring back from Excursion already Hirai Kawato? Ooh, whoa. What if they give him like a red mohawk? <laughs> He'd be tight as hell. Or maybe it'll be orange to go with their Halloween merch, which, by the way, Halloween merch for each faction. That's crazy. Yeah, is but that hey, what that What's that? With what that chaos one was that they wore at the uh, uh, the long, or the Ring of Honor show. Yep. That's awesome. Yes. There's another young lion too, who I didn't recognize, who's been a young lion in the recent years, but has gone on excursion and nobody's really heard of that they could mm-hmm. bring back. But I, I don't know. I think your junior take is is interesting, especially with the Dragon Lee aspect. So. This match immediately. Oh, sorry. I almost started. I forgot. I got a big old bandaid on my arm. I went. And got a. I, I went. And, uh, you you'll be happy about this, Alex. I went to the doctor today at eight this morning and uh, got oh. put for the sleep study. So I'm going to get a sleep app machine, so you won't be um, pissed off in a hotel room for me snoring the whole time. Wait. So you're are you going to get the cool one where it's not like a machine you have to hook up, like oh, like be- an actual like. No, I think it'll be like where I have like a Hannibal Lecter mask and it'll go while I sleep. Sydney's going to love that. He's going to go, hi, hi. <laughs> but <laughs> like, have you had your flu shot yet? And I said, no. And she goes, hold on. She whips out this bag and she's like, pap, 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 pap. She oh, stabs man. She pap poops you. Yeah. And she hit me with that flu shot joint. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Um, we, it sucks because obviously before Tuesday's big, uh, big thing that we uh, woke up to, uh, if we didn't see Pac come out, uh, during the Dragon Gate show, do you think he would have been a possibility to be an LIJ? With the way that you've been toting the junior aspect to take, take the, uh, the fill in, you know, when you mentioned it's gotta be a junior, Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to Pac. But to be fair, I am going to take my so, victory lap. I Pac's going back to Dragon Gate. I said yeah. they're going to throw him a ton of money, and he's going to go back there because of the uh, or don't the you Shima. think it's just loyalty more so than yeah. money? Well, since he joins Red, he can feud with Maximum. He can feud with Antias. Um. You know, he steps into a perfect situation where he's in a stable with a lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So, you know, they have a channel. Dragon Gate, <laughs> yes, they actually do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could see a few of you know maximum. We you know maybe we get maybe we get Pac versus Doi. Oh man, Naruki uh, for this guy. <laughs> Excuse me. So there's there's a lot of ways I I go with this, and and to be fair, you know what. I don't really care. I just want to see it. I I hope it's not. Oh, here comes. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, random person a, a, a tiger mask is in or Jushin Liger. Like Jushin Liger would be cool, but I want to see something where I'm like, wow, I didn't expect that. You know what I mean? Like when Taiji Shimori was Bone Soldier. I want oh, something true, like true. Mind like that. Um, then we get Shingo Shigaki. Oh, oh, God, please. 
Dude, I, Demetrius mentioned this. You could. What if you put this over in that? What if we got Shingo and Ishii? <laughs> oh my gosh! What if we got Shingo and Minoru Suzuki? Like it's crazy if we get Shingo and and Ishii. By the way, like those guys should never. You look at them; they they should never climb the turnbuckle. But those guys would have like seven turnbuckle spots in that oh, match, God. would they not? The minute Shingo can get him over his head, here comes a top rope made in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's look. To be fair, that's what he did to Dragon Kid when we were in uh, Chicago and watched it. Yeah. He's like, I want to kick out of Made in Japan. Fine, but I do have the top rope, and we're like, Good God, he's dead. He killed that guy. <laughs> like that guy's dead. No oh, Him and Ishii. <sighs> yeah, him, him and Minoru Suzuki. Him and Hiroki Goto. There's so much good that him and Goto would be. Oh my gosh, I, I haven't been excited for a Goto matchup in quite some time. My gosh. So there's a lot of cool that can come with this. So I'm I'm hoping it gets it gets something like that. But we we continue this potentially fantastic card in a couple nights. Evil Zack Saber Jr. I think this is a catch twenty two match because if you're gonna continue the growth and development of evil, this is a good win. But I think having Zack Saber Jr. continue to beat everybody and sit as your heel in your back pocket whenever you need somebody to take a quick chase at the title and then job out because they don't need the title, I think that makes Zack Saber win, and I'm going Zack Saber to win. I oh, I don't know because I want to be different. I I like what you say. I just have a feeling or a sense. I don't know what Fozzie's schedule is, but who was the guy that he was kind of feuding with before All In that they were planting seeds for? That Uh, was one evil. So I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, if they're going to, you know, kind of get that since him and Omega is going to be on the cruise, um, you know, maybe it's something where he kind of either comes on the Titantron to distract. Um, but hell, I don't even, you know, see Zack Sabre Jr. saying, hey, hey, Jericho, you dickhead. How about inserting me into the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, you know, match up there, you know, and they're oh, already God. doing a three for the heavyweight title. Uh, why not make it, you know, it's already becoming westernized. We've already said this for the last few months, uh, which, hey, maybe isn't too bad of a thing when you can get evil. Versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Chris Jericho <laughs> over the Intercontinental IWGP Championship. If you're going to westernize it, but you do it right, who gives a damn? Exactly. <laughs> no, but besides, I just I, I hope Jericho because that was the first thing I I, I saw was like I I don't know I I think you if you keep having Evil lose I think that's a good thing but how are you going to inter uh, interquate Jericho back into the fold since that was like the last, you know, kind of guy that he was beefing against since Evil, you know, stood up for for Naito. Um, so yeah, a, a lot of different pieces, but I, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna go Zack Saber Jr. Why Naito? Who's Tranquilo now, dickhead? <laughs> you know, and with you mentioning the Jericho and Evil thing, and I mentioned what I mentioned. I'm going to challenge you to this. Um, I, already have, I already have one question that I'm going to ask you, and I'll ask you right now, 
and depending on what your answer is, will be if we talk about it. Did you watch Hideo Tommy and Naomichi Marafuji from the Noah show? No. You son of a bitch. Okay, we're going to extend the uh, Alex just watched blank to Monday. So hopefully by Monday. Oh, I didn't know that was going to be for tonight. It, I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying okay. it was. I was just I was just throwing it out there like maybe you were like, hey, I'm bored. And I'm just going to watch this type thing. So nothing personal. No, I've just, I just been watching, this- watching Ishii. Um, my thing for you, what <laughs> if, and, and I, I just thought about this a few Sorry. minutes ago when we're talking Great about Shingo. Greatest sentence ever. <laughs> is what if it's Hideo Itami? What if it's Kenta that's the LIJ? He's a 205er. Him and Bushi can run that junior tag league, couldn't they? Then that means somehow WWE and New Japan made an agreement. Or they parted oh. ways because he's always getting hurt by Bobby Roode. So, so I want. 205 Live this week, and they were talking about Hideo Tommy on it yesterday. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I damn not it. To, not, to, not to change you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on my lunch break, and I was like, I watched 205 Live. So I started watching. It was uh, Akira Tozawa against Jack Gallagher. And then I got like halfway through it. What is and... this, 2016? Jeez. <laughs> I like both those guys, but yeesh. Just have them wrestle non-205 people, for God's sakes. Yeah. Marty Kushida, junior heavyweight title, Alex. What you... I am going to go... Damn, pants up. My Jeez. thing... Whoa. My thing so, with this... Watching the Marty Lakers... doesn't... Oh. <laughs> Marty is a heavyweight, right? So no, why he, does he want this junior he's heavyweight champion? He's not a heavy. He was only saying he was going to heavy as to try to combat Okada on the being the elite, but he's not a heavy. So they're, they're totally just getting rid of that 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 gimmick. Yeah, that was okay, that okay. was because okay. I was going to be like, does he really? Because I was like, if he doesn't want the title, how perfect would it be for him to actually win the title? Then I'm going to go the villain. I'm going to say they they're, they're going to right the wrong from taking it off him right away after he got it. Uh, it seemed like a year ago, but it was probably only like a mere months ago. Uh, but Marty Scroll with the win. Where did ch- the, the Lakers get all these white dudes? <laughs> See, the one of the leads dwindling to the it's Kings. LeBron's recruiting to make him Travis, feel okay in LA. They got Travis Weir, they got Alex Caruso, and they got Sven Mihalik from Kansas all in the game at the same time. Like, what in the hell? You guys are going <laughs> to lose to Sacramento. So let's fix this. Um, you know, I, I kind of thought the Kushida train because we had talked about how great he's been and where he sits, but I'm not going to lie. With you mentioning the Marty Skrull stuff and the Taiji Shimori, I'm going to go Marty Skrull because I think they set up for an Ishimori Skrull feud with the OGs Ooh, against the Oh. So I think you, you swayed me to go Skrull just so we can take Skrull in advance to it. Look, I'm not going to lie. If you if, if at Wrestle Kingdom we get Marty Skrull against Taiji Shimori, 
I'm oh not going to be gosh. But what do you do with all the other juniors? Like, that's the crazy thing. You have, like, five other wrestlers. Taichi, you already said Taichi goes against Osprey. Yeah. But, oh, I don't, my gosh. And this is the one thing that Japan does better than the WWE, is we talk about, oh, my God, we have all these great wrestlers. But you know what? Sometimes people get thrown in the Battle Royal, or sometimes mm-hmm. people put in multi-man matches. It's not like the WWE when they're like, oh, God, you know, Alexa Bliss versus Naomi has been the storyline, but we're just going to shoehorn Becky and Natalia and Carmella. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Just so they oh, have it's a like sp- what I just watched on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like like we you know, we, we said that that. Becky and or Bailey and Charlotte were the were the big story, but instead they shoehorned Sasha and Nia Jax into it just to get them on the card. And you know as well as everybody else listening to the show, Sasha Banks is is the deal. That's my girl. That's my favorite woman on the on the roster. But she did not deserve to be on WrestleMania. Not trying to be a, be a dick about it, but it's the truth. She wasn't the hot angle. She wasn't the story. Don't shoehorn her in just to put her on the card. You don't need to do that. If you want to, if you want to shoehorn everyone in there to pay them, then just pay them for their appearances at, at, at access and mm-hmm. give them cut for being on the roster. But don't sacrifice your product to have to shoehorn four people onto the same show. Because as much as we enjoyed Nia Jax getting jumped and eliminated. We had to witness Sasha Banks in a terrible elimination, and then Bailey beat Charlotte with that stupid elbow drop that she never uses again. And they give to Kyrie <laughs> Hoja or Kyrie Sane, excuse me. You know, once again, I love Sasha. She's that's my, that's my girl. That's my favorite woman on the roster. But she had no business being on WrestleMania. New Japan is I- not going to horn Kushida into a junior match if they don't see fit. That's the one thing that they are willing to take a risk and they will do right. And that's why it's going to be the honorary time splitter for the uh, junior tag championship match with Kushida. Well, not not Alex Shelley because he retired. Nope. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Who's going to be the new time splitter? Uh, Going back to your your mania thing. um, Oh, damn. I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Going back to. um, (laughs) No, damn it. gonna say anyways I'll, I'll think about it but, yeah i mentioned the four-way not shoehorning everyone if that helps jar it um you know no, you, go ahead and keep thinking about it we'll, we'll, we'll move on and if you think about it we'll keep talking because we'll remember gotcha. semi-main event hiroshi tanahashi defending that briefcase the title shot at the tokyo dome against the switchblade jay white did they do yeah. enough with gato turn and the whole nine yards to make you think Jay White's got a shot, or is this still Tanahashi? Oh my gosh, um, I, I would say definitely Jay White. If they're really trying to grasp that American audience, I think Jay White. What was the point of Tanahashi role then? Maybe again, maybe the whole point is to get Jay White over as the most hated man in professional wrestling. You know, as of this time, if he takes out the ace after the feel-good story, not only with the matches he had his, that he's had with Okada, uh, but, of course, the G1 tournament and the win that he's had. Um, 
Oh my gosh. But I, I think they're going to go tradition. Um, I, I think Tanahashi hangs on, even though my, my WWE pumped blood says Jay White is the most logical choice. But they're going to go Tanahashi because, again, it just seems like tradition is going to go the way out. Uh, Steve Mahalik, the second round pick from Kansas on the Lakers, looks like Lil Dicky. By the way, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, Seventy six, seventy or ninety six, ninety five out of the third Kings over Lakers. But uh, you know the Jay White thing, I think is interesting because on top of just the do they want to go that route to make them the biggest heel, you got to think of it this way too, Alex. If you went the Jay White route, you're now banking on Jay White versus Kenny Omega as the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. And I don't think a lot of people realize that if Jay White does win, he's main eventing Wrestle Kingdom. Is there a way Okada can regain the championship from Kenny Omega before, or are there no more title defenses after uh, King of Pro Wrestling? there's still power struggle in November. And I guess if you want to do something at power struggle, you could. Um, so that's but an opportunity. But story-wise, it doesn't make sense. No, I'm, I'm going to go with Jay White and Okada is your, your, your Tokyo match. Yeah, I, I, think, I think your big three this year are going to be the Tanahashi Omega. I think Jay White Okada and I think Naito and Jericho. That's what I think your big three is. So because of that, I'm going Hiroshi Tanahashi. Triple threat match, which, by the way, after uh, uh, Fighting Unleashed Spirits or whatever that, that show was called, <laughs> Fighting Spirit Unleashed, um, Cody Rhodes <laughs> comes out after the, uh, the Golden Lovers uh, Chaos Tag match um and says hey guys we all want the rematch you know from from mania weekend from you know between him and omega but of course everyone wants omega and abushi but hey let me slide right in here and pretty much uh you know omega's like you know what let's do it and then he you know pretty much repeats everything to abushi he's like eh let's do it um i remember what i was gonna say now uh, so now it's a triple threat match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Uh, can Cody add, make it three? Uh, we'll no. find out as he again faces Kenny Omega, <laughs> Kota Ibushi. Uh, does this obviously mean they're saving this for uh, one of the big shows, uh, one of the big four for next year for Omega Ibushi singles? I'm I'm saying yes because I think Cody is the guy who takes the pinfall in this match. I think that's why you add him. As much as I hated the idea of the stipulation, when Kenny Omega explained that there's only been one triple threat in IWGP yep. history, we are changing the landscape of wrestling. Am I doing a good Kenny Omega? We are changing the landscape of wrestling <laughs> in the history for everyone. We are changing the world. And for that, Very we will have the second title match, triple threat, and we will have the best bout they have ever seen. And I was like, oh, that's pretty dope, man. I like that idea. You know, you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to, I find we'll have one and we're going to have a better one than you guys did. And then I was like, okay, Just like I like the four way junior, you know, during uh, yeah. Kingdom last year. Yeah, as much everyone's like, oh, God, just give us one-on-one for the love of God. And then we watch the four, and we're like, shit, I'm kind of glad I saw a four-way. 
(laughs) But at the time, we're, you know, and and to be fair, though, New Japan, you know, they they strive off of the one-on-one. So we had a right to be a little pissed off when they went four-way. But those four guys did their job, and we went, okay, cool. You proved us wrong, and thank you for that. You know, no harm, no foul. I think this three-way is going to be really fun. I just think it was smart to add Cody into the match because it doesn't hurt Cody to lose. Mm-hmm. You get Cody booked on the show. You're booking an angle with Cody, Kenny, and Coda on an American card so the crowd pops for it, and I think people are going to enjoy it. So I, I don't hate it as much as I did when they started talking about it. How cool of a I, bookend year, too, with... Uh... Or, or just how this has transpired. Where it technically, you know, kind of started with Cody and Coda at Wrestle Kingdom, you know, 12 this past January. Uh, you know, and then, of course, with the Bullet Club Civil War between uh, Cody and Kenny Omega. And then now, finally, the three of them after Bullet Club is fine. At least the elite aspect of them. Uh, you know, now they're just, you know, it's a free-for-all for the biggest yeah. prize in wrestling. I would say. So and, kudos and to, say, uh, to that. And I'll say to my prediction with it is there's, like, like I said, next year, I think is going to be the biggest wrestle kingdom. Now, obviously this year we're going to wrestle kingdom. It's on a Friday. We're ecstatic for it. But next year, wrestle kingdom is a Saturday wrestle kingdom. 15. It, it, is this 14 or was it, was it 14? It, It'll be yeah, 14. Cause last year was 13, right? Yeah, so, you know, uh, no, no, Wrestle Kingdom 13 this year. I'm sorry, because 12 was Naito and uh, Okada. So next year will be Wrestle Kingdom 14. Um, it's on a Saturday, and I think they're banking. It's a Saturday. We may have 5,000 walk-up. Um, that'll be the biggest draw we've had in the 14 years of Wrestle Kingdom. I think next year is when we get Okada, or I mean Omega and Kota Ibushi, non-title, and Abushi beats Kenny Omega. And next year, after Wrestle Kingdom, is when I think we see all the Bullet Club guys show up at the Rumble. I don't think it happens this January. I think it happens, you know, 16 months from now. And I think that Saturday show is when Kenny puts over Kota, and then we get Naito finally winning the world title, and he beats Okada in the main event. That's what I think Okada gets the belt. In the next year, Okada wins the belt back, and then Naito gets his win back. Finally, you know, <laughs> third times a charm, a la Okada Tanahashi. And then, just like we saw Styles put over um, Nakamura, we then see Omega put over Ibushi, um, but Ibushi doesn't come with like Nakamura did. Um, but then that's when we see everybody jump ship. So I think that's, you know, if I had to book the next 16 months out, that's the way I look at it. That's why I think Tanahashi Omega is safe because they know they can have Omega win. It doesn't hurt Tanahashi. You're going to get a freaking match of the year candidate between those two guys. I mean, it's it's not hard to go, well, if I had to pick a match of the year, who's two guys I should put together? Let's have Hiroshi Tanahashi wrestle Kenny Omega. Ah, good idea. So, I mean, we're going to get a great match. We're going to get storyline build between Okada and White. Uh, Naito can get his win back on Jericho, and that can be the ascension again for Naito on his way to beating Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 14 in 2020. I'll be there for that one, for sure. Quick question. Let's go, baby. 
Which Kyrie was she at uh, this past Sunday at uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed? Was she Hojo or was she Sane? She was Kyrie, don't film me. Wow, how crazy. Did you notice the camera's panning? Then it literally cuts back. The camera goes back to the starting position just to go down the line again to show Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai <laughs> and they on camera. Them. That's why I sent the, the group picture because I'm laughing. Like, I don't know if any of y'all watching this notice this, but that's Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai right there. <laughs> and then they show Mauro Ranallo yeah, a few like, times. With uh, he was sitting there with Frank Shamrock. Okay, that's who that was. Yep. My gosh, I haven't heard or read anything. Do you think there are ramifications, or for their sake, they're like, hey, we're not gonna, you know, float or, or you know, make any ripples I, in the water. They can do whatever. It's their night off. The only reason I think they're okay, and I mentioned in the group chat this just to kind of be devil's advocate, but when Rory McAllister of the Highlanders got fired for being on the TNA Mm pay-per-view, they literally made a graphic with his name and what he did as a WWE wrestler and everything, and he, like, clapped and held up, like, a number one finger and, like, acknowledged that he was on film. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, the other ones just kind of... Hey, we're showing fans and they're there. Because there's a bola where you can look at. You can see William Regal, you can see Shayna Baszler, you can see Ronda Rousey, and you can see somebody else all sitting in the crowd at Bola. Yeah, but Regal Scouting, those two, they were fans. They weren't really in the E yet. Baszler was in a contract. Why aren't why aren't Hojo Shirai why aren't they backstage? Because they were never New Japan. They had nothing to do with that company. New Japan's never ran anything Joshi. Um, what do they, they have know a each other? It's a professional courtesy. I'm sure they they have to know the roster back there. They do, but I mean to be fair. Okay, all right. Um, look, Sam uh, Sam Darnold is at a Tampa Bay Lightning game. He played for the USC Trojans, drafted to the New York Jets. Why does he need to go in the locker? What is he friends with Nikita Kucherov? Is he Probably. friends with No, he's not. You're just showing somebody in the crowd that's a big name to make it look like that your show is that big of a deal that other celebrities from outside of your company are there. Yeah, but Okada went to Raw. They didn't show him. Oh, come on. You don't think they did? You don't think they he- invited him back there? Oh, I'm saying they didn't show him on TV. For oh one. no, no, no! But he and he did get he did get brought back because him and Tiger Atorian gate over guests of Nakamura and Devitt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Yoshihashi's not bringing Io Shirai backstage. Did Yoshihashi even work <laughs> this car? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, his eye is still out of his socket. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, Frankie Kazarian's not bringing Kyrie Hojo backstage. That's that's the only thing I'm saying is, I is I, I thought that was always the courtesy. There's been TNA people in WWE, you know, locker rooms before. You know, this and that. You know, it, I don't, I don't know. It just seems like if someone sees them in the crowd, 
Like you'd be like, hey, come to the back. We're not going to get you in, you know, in any. What if we don't want to. We just want to watch the show as fans. Man, Access TV or New Japan, just that camera guy just was like, boom. <laughs> that's I'm that's good. Breaking that's news. Got- the internet went wild. I'm trying to get on that TMZ tip. You know, he knew what was going on. <laughs> But, it, but like it's, you know, I mean, it, it was a little laughable. I mean, that's why I posted it in our group chat too. And you know, Demetrius like, well, what about these people? And I'm like, wow, what about these people? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it it was just it was funny to have. And but, I mean, I I don't I think they have more they have more things to worry about with having Raw almost falling under a 2.0 last week, the lowest ever by 300,000 people. They have more fish than if. Io Shirai, who's never even wrestled NXT, is in the crowd. Changes are coming. <laughs> um, you know, we we were we were talking about an hour. We've almost hit two hours. I don't think there's a lot to talk about these Lions Break shows, like we had, you know, wrote on yeah, there. We'll talk it Monday. Yeah, it'll be fun. So Monday night, um, I think we'll be on about ten o'clock. Same as we came on tonight. I'm going to talk to Alex over the weekend about it. Um, I'll be expo- or in, 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 indisposed or whatever the hell I'm trying to say beforehand. But Does McGregor win on Saturday? Nope. Ooh. Oh, Khabib Nurmagomedev is going to put him out. I'm just saying. But next week, uh, <laughs> as long as it drops like we're – I'm sure both of us, the minute we sign out of Blog Talk, are going to go right to demand.pivotshareprogress or whatever it is, dot com. And we're going to well, I'm already out. there, man. Um, by the way, when you get done, Alex, if you haven't gone, or after you go there, go to YouTube and watch those videos. Eddie Dennis, Mark, Mark Andrews, Jimmy Havoc, Paul Robinson, Tyler Bate Walter, Pete Dunn, Ilya Dragunov. Watch those videos for me. And then in a half hour, send me a text if you do and go and tell me what you think of the buildup for these. And if you don't, you got to go to bed. That's totally tight, too. We'll talk about them at a later date. But we got to talk to the Progress show on Monday. As long as it drops, we can watch it. We're well, both- I hope it does. It'll be like Christmas in October. We got to talk King of Pro Wrestling somehow. And here's the thing, guys. If, if we don't, you know, if the show has, the show goes too long, you know, maybe you'll get a second WrestleCast later in the week where we're talking up pro wrestling then. Um, I'm going to ask And we got to talk WWE. Yeah, we gotta, there's that Melbourne thing we got to watch. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was free on Sunday. Damn it. Do you think they're going to well, go five hours? Uh, uh, come on, man. I was trying to watch TV. I was trying to watch football. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch the here. But yeah, we got to talk the Melbourne show. I'm going to actually try to get Ron SmackDown watch so I can actually say, hey, I saw something for once. Um, I I should have it finished, but I'll have, I'm going to have a review next week of that Ricky Chosu Produce show that I sent you a link to. If you get a chance okay. to check it out once again, the um, Minoru Tanaka match with the, I can't remember his partners against the Rattels, Yohei Hayata and uh, Tadasuke. Tremendous match, really good, really good from what I've seen. So I'll give a quick rundown of that Ricky Choshu Produce show. Um, All Japan had a, a really good um, their, their tag leagues going on. Supposedly they had a really good show. 
I'm going to try to track down which date that show was and get it to Alex, and maybe we'll try to get a watch in the next week or so here and see what we can find. Um, Tight. Also, pretty soon I'll have Boulder Alex going to come by, and we're going to we'll be able to review oh. both guys too. But you know, we got a bunch of good stuff coming up on Monday. Hopefully. Hopefully we're leading in with progress and not Melbourne this Monday. Um, that's 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 my that goal. Be the whole Alex. hour and a half, and we're like, yeah, they were down under. AJ Let, Styles retains the <laughs> If if that progress show drops and it's as good as what we think it is, we might have to run two shows next week because we may talk progress for two hours. Um, I'm fine with that. Tomorrow night, um, either nine o'clock or ten o'clock. You may see a link come out. You may not. I don't know if I'm going to do a live show or I'm going to pre-record it, but Pro Wrestling for Dummies, Progress Wrestling Edition, Suit Williams from Voices of Wrestling will be on with me. Um, It's either going to be live, like I said, tomorrow night, or I'll have it out in the next week or so for everybody to hear. But with the Progress Wembley show, I thought this was a perfect time to go back to the the Pro Wrestling for Dummies series and really knock out a, a fun episode. And I can't wait to talk progress. I'm gonna, I, you know, I may powwow with Alex and see if he wants to intertwine and ask some questions and jump in. But I got a whole Wikipedia bullet point list ready to roll. Suit Williams has reviewed almost every single Progress show for the Voices of Wrestling. So he has seen everything from Chapter 1 on. It's going to be a great conversation tomorrow night with Sue Williams. So we got a lot coming up for you guys on Strong Style Media here from the WrestleCast standpoint. Hopefully soon here we'll get everything back on the track. Standing A count, uh, Pop Culturist, Sportscast Radio, the flagship sports show that we had. We almost had a sportscast on Tuesday. Uh, you know, a couple things just fell through. It didn't happen, but... We're getting back on track. We're done from all of our vacations and moving and all sorts of things. Well, Alex will be moving soon. But I've been wanting to talk about the Bears. I've been waiting for Sportscast Radio so I can hijack it and this talk Tuesday, sports. Whether I'm by myself or not, I will bring a Sportscast Radio so Alex can come on and hijack it, and we can just do the show like we're doing right now. And, and to be fair, me and Demetrius almost came on last Tuesday, but we lost like a time. And we were going to do I was waiting for the show to come out because I was just going to jump on and be like, you know what? We're going to go three hours because there's a lot to talk about. We're going to do a 31-team a NHL preview and then talk about the 32nd team that's coming oh, in the league. And You guys yeah. should, you and Demetrius honestly should do that because then I could learn a lot on what I should watch for this year in hockey in NHL, why the Blackhawks will win the Stanley Cup. So I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, here, here, here's, here's my, here's my, uh, my promise to you guys is next week, Monday night, we'll be coming out with WrestleCast. I'm guessing we're going to run out of time and have to find a second night for WrestleCast. But next Thursday and Friday, we're doing overnights. One of those two overnights, Demetrius is doing them with me. We will come on after work, and we will knock out a 31-team NHL preview for you guys. We'll plan ahead. We'll make it work. We'll make it count. We'll knock it out. I'll, I'll text you that we got the link, you know, that it's done. You can listen to the link. And we'll, we'll give you what you guys want, and and we're going to get this out because – the season started and I was watching, you know, games yesterday. I'm going, damn it! I wish we would have really done it, but we procrastinated and didn't do it. 
So, me and Demetrius, I'm guessing Demetrius just texted me right now. He just said, let's go in all capitals. Demetrius is ready. We're, we're going to drop you an NHL preview next week. Um, Alex may have a gloat session for the Bears. I'm going to try to get sportscast out. We're going to have a bunch of radio next week. Uh, you know, I'll challenge Alex. Maybe he'll get a, a pop culturist rocking and rolling. We're going to get you guys back up to where we should be with strong style media. So we're not just WrestleCast media because that's what it's becoming. I mean, that's, I mean WrestleCast media is good. But. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, no one's going to be upset about that. Because is WrestleCast. I mean, our, look, I'll tell you flat out ever since all in, we we ran the best month number wise uh, in the entire history I of sports testing. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big block of green on our ratings numbers where it's not like up and down. It's just this continuous number, and it's like, good God, the last thirty days have been the biggest we've had ever. So I mean, we're not doing anything wrong with it, but we want. And also, where let everyone know again where they can find uh, us and our wonderful content. Uh, obviously at WrestleCast underscore SSM on Twitter. Feel free to follow. Hit us up here. We appreciate talking to you guys. We love it. It's always fun. You can find us on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio. Give us the like on there. But if you subscribe and you don't want to do the blog talk radio or you're not wanting, you know, you're listening with somebody else and they don't do the blog talk, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Radio, TuneIn, Player FM, iHeartRadio, we're on everything. You can find us www.strongstylemedia.com. Pick up WrestleCast Radio T-shirts. We got two two variations out right now. We want to sell these because if we sell these, we got a third variation we want to bring to you, and we got a third wristband we want to bring to you guys. And we know a few people who really want the third colored T-shirt and the third color wristband to complete the trilogy yes, yes. of of T-shirt to wristband colors so if you got everything you kind of know what color the shirt and what color the wristband will be but i mean just you know keep showing the support the love blog talk we've been getting mad ratings on all this stuff since since starcast um we thank everyone who came out it was a pleasure it was a blast um we got some other news me and demetrius do coming out I'm not going to say when we're going to announce it, but I'm just going to kind of throw that little teaser out that next spring, there might be a couple big things coming to Minnesota. It might be an entire weekend thing coming to Minnesota. I'm not going to tell you what or who yet, but if you're a fan of wrestling, uh, you might be excited for next spring because it involves pro wrestling and it involves WrestleCast Radio and it involves Ryan Cook and Daredevil Derek Fury too. So, hint, hint, wink, wink. Might be some wrestling coming to you in a couple of you know, six months from now. Uh, things are getting planned. Things are things are rolling around. Alex might have to be. You may see Alex be announced to him with a microphone and a suit on, getting his Howard Finkel on. If you can catch my drift. <laughs> we got a lot of fun coming at you guys. Uh, we got to talk to everybody about it. But damn it, there's a lot of good coming from you guys. We appreciate the support. It's been so fun. It's been great. We took the layoff. We threw two shows at you this week. Uh, we had one last. I mean, we've given you three shows in the last night, uh, last eight days. So we're getting the content back out. We hope you guys enjoy it. The ratings show you enjoy it. We've had the, like I said, the best numbers we've had. You know, in the three and a half, four years, this channel's been open. So thank you all for this, Alex. Thanks for doing a second show late night with me. Let's hope we can talk progress next Monday. Yes, yes. I'm going to go check uh, WWE 2K19. 
see how this thing works. <laughs> that being said, I am out, Alex. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Peace out.